Hey world, it's your host Marshall. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Run On Thoughts. Here we talk about everything and nothing because we are not afraid to be all of ourselves even as we evolve. And that's my thought for my fellow thought thinkers as we unpack our traumas, past hurts, and other BS. Y'all ready? Let's go. Hey thought thinkers, today let's go to a place where many people live. Season 5, episode 11, we will travel to a place called Sacrificial Lamb. I know for a fact that many of us are and know sacrificial lambs. These are people who lay on the floor and allow those in their lives and strangers to walk all over them. And today, I am going to share why this is not a good thing for them and also why it is not a good thing for those who are considered the sacrificial lamb, right? I'm going to start with the fact that There's a saying called, be kind, not nice. This is a distinct difference, right? First of all, to be kind means to be generous, helpful, and think of others. However, nice doesn't mean that at all. Nice means to be pleasant and agreeable. And if you look up the definition of the word nice, It used to mean silly or foolish. So yes, I'm calling you guys sacrificial lambs, but I am asking you to no longer be silly or foolish in the name of love for people who often do not even reciprocate the offerings that you show them, right? So that's all I'm trying to say is that many people have grown up, right, in an environment that teaches you how to be the sacrificial lamb, right? What I'm saying is that, because I ta- I use the word sacrificial lamb and societal norms, right? Societal norms is one of my favorite words because in unpacking, we first must address the societal norms, because where do these norms come from and who do they protect and who do they serve? Because societal norms have taught many people how to be the sacrificial lamb, right? They have taught you to put others' needs in front of your own. And sometimes I think this is okay, right? Because I believe that Anything is okay if you do it from a place of knowing exactly what you are doing, why you are doing it, and the goal, right? So if somebody is doing something, I had a friend, she got married. I have coily, curly hair, right? All the girls in the party were straightening their hair. I never straightened my hair. However, and she didn't even require me to do it. I decided to straighten my hair and to put in some clippings so that I could align with the other women in the party. 
I knew what I was doing. I knew why I was doing it. And I was joyful to make this sacrifice on behalf of my friend, right? So that's what I'm saying. That's not a sacrificial lamb. Yes, I made a sacrifice, but I am not a sheep, right? That's what I'm talking about. Many of us are sacrificial lambs in relationships, on the job, with our children. And what we don't realize is that being the sacrificial lamb often creates feelings of dissension and it actually creates resentment right? Because in order to take care of yourself, you must be willing to hurt others. So you are clearly not taking care of yourself. And when you are not taking care of yourself and you have not drawn boundary lines, other people take advantage and they do not, like I've said, reciprocate the gifts and offerings that you are giving. And when they do not reciprocate these gifts, you become resentful. Resentful, And these are the people who walk out in the world and say, I would never treat said person like this. I, I, I. Now you actually got the nerve to look selfish to others because these are also the people who say things like, I didn't ask you to. And then that starts the real internal war because the sacrificial lamb is like, how dare they say that they didn't ask me because they also didn't say, no, thank you. Right? So in that place, that is crazy in and of itself that no one said any such thing like that. Right? No one said, no, thank you. But this resentment now feeds into your entire life. It feeds into your entire existence, right? Family, blood, right? Does not make you close. I don't even know why I just said that. I had some notes here and I realized that note taking often makes me make more mistakes than necessary because sometimes I'm trying to make sure that I get all the points that I want to give. I say everything to you guys that I want to say, but that structure doesn't work for me. I enjoy speaking from my heart. So with that, I am going to share really, 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 really how I feel, right? Givers, givers. That's really who the sacrificial lamb is, right? They are usually givers. They are usually empaths. They're usually people who feel on a greater level. And because they feel on a greater level, they never want people to feel how they have felt. These people have often been abandoned, right? They have often felt like the black sheep of the family. And when you feel abandoned and like the black sheep of the family, you want to make sure that others do not feel as you feel, right? You get stepped on, but you volunteer to get stepped on. You get taken advantage of, but you volunteer to get taken advantage of. You have no idea that in your lack of strength and in your desire to be nice, right? You are not necessarily being kind, right? Because if you were being kind, you would be giving from your heart with zero expectation, right? What you are doing is feeding your own egos. You are being nice, right? What did I say nice meant? Nice meant pleasant and agreeable. 
and it's usually pleasant and agreeable in the moment because sacrificial lambs often are complainers. They don't necessarily complain to the people that they give to, but they complain to all of those around them, right? Because they are hurt. Their feelings are always hurt because they are always being pleasurable. They are always being agreeable to the needs of other people. And when they have needs, excuse me, their needs are never met. And I know that that hurts. I know that it hurts when you feel like you're giving your last dollar. When I was a young person and I first started making some money, I would give money to friends. I would give food. I would give whatever I had to people because in truth, one of my issues of trauma is that I have food trauma. I'm not going to share why I have food trauma because I was never starved, right? But there was a very distinct difference between the amount of food that I had in my first set of homes and the amount of food that I had when I was moved. And that, seeing that created something in me that made me feel like I always need to have food in the home. That's why most of my celebration and love language is via the medium of food. I love hosting Thanksgiving. I love cooking. I love all of those things, but it is also my love offering. But as I was growing up and I was sharing everything that I had, in fact, I was emptying my cup. No one was filling my cup up. And yet, right, when I needed someone to fill my cup, no one was there to help me. And then that made me bitter. That made me upset. And that actually made me feel alone, even though I had friends and family who loved me, right? I felt like they crossed the line. But how dare me feel like they were crossing the line when I hadn't created any boundaries, right? Because guess what I could say? I could say no. I could really say no, right? But also, then there's this fear that they're going to be mad at you, right? Why are we, why do we want to be agreeable, right? Because agreeable is like a band-aid. It only works for the moment. Because if that is not what you really wanted to do, it will come back to haunt you. Because anytime you are not living in your authentic self and you are not existing in your authentic personality, it will come back to haunt you. Because I really do believe that the universe, God, spirit, however you identify to a greater power, if you even identify to a greater power, I believe that until you learn the lesson, you will have to repeat the class. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you know how many homeless people are homeless because they were the sacrificial lamb? Ain't that some shit? They are barely getting by because usually it is those who don't have who give the most. Ain't that some shit? Because they understand what it is like to not have. So they too do not want others to feel as if they have don't have. They want to share. But in that sharing, they are making themselves the sacrificial lamb. And then when they lose everything, who is there to show them support? Who 
is making sacrifices for them? Who is giving them a place to stay? Because all of a sudden, all those people that they help have boundaries. They say no. No, you can't stay here. My husband won't like it. I have bills to pay. There's no extra money. When these sacrificial lambs gave you money from their rent money or from their bill money or let you use their car or let you sleep on their couch or a whole host of other things that they are not willing to do for you. And then we get mad at these people because they are not willing to do these things for us when in truth it is okay to set boundaries for yourself. It is okay to say no. And so what if they're mad, right? They're going to be mad anyway because if you are a sacrificial lamb who is giving to the ungrateful, I am here to tell you that they are going to be mad regardless because it is never going to be enough. And then your niceness is always going to feel like it is not enough, right? A sacrificial lamb who says, can I have a thousand dollars and you give them a thousand dollars they will spend your a thousand dollars and say can i have another thousand dollars and then you will get upset and then you will say no and then you will think about it and then you will find a way to give them another thousand dollars and then they will not be all right with that and then they will be complaining and arguing and making you feel like you are unworthy but you want to know why others view you as unworthy it's kind of like the law of attraction, right? You are absolutely putting out the energy that you are less than. Because as a sacrificial lamb, right, you're the sacrifice. You are volunteering, like I said, to lay on the floor and to let others walk over you. But then you want to stand up and be treated with equality. That's not how none of this works, right? You're not equal. And you have said to the universe that you are not equal because you set no boundaries, right? You don't know how to just be kind, right? It's okay to be helpful. I consider myself a helpful person and I am very, very generous. However, my friends will tell you that I have clear boundaries, clear boundaries. My yes is yes and my no is no. And trust me, those that love you are going to respect you. Maybe they will be upset in the moment, right? But because they love you, they will respect you and they will understand. And that's just what it is. Now, if someone that I love needs money, I first consider my household and I consider my needs. And then I am able to consider if I can give a financial offering because I can't loan you the money. That's a whole motherfucking no. One, loaning you the money would give me trauma, right? Because if you have to pay said money back, I do not want to have to ask you for the money. I do not want to have to risk having to cut you off because I will cut you off if you motherfucking don't give me my shit back, right? And then what if I need it? So that is the criteria for me. If I need this money, then I don't have it to give. If I need it back, I don't have it to give. If it's designated for something else, a rent, mortgage payments, car notes, school, a pocketbook. I don't care what the money is designated for. 
If I need this money back, then I do not have it to give, right? If I can give it to you with love, then you can have it and I don't need anything back. The way to reciprocate with me is in life, right? In life, if I have a need, the need doesn't have to be financial. The need can be love. The need can be a favor. The need can be joy. The need can be anything, anything, right? Because relationships shouldn't be identical. I believe that relationships should be complementary. So when people expect who they are in other people, they will often find themselves miserable because other people have their own walk through life, right? And you cannot expect people to move as you move because they have, they have traveled a whole life journey. And on this life journey, they have different experiences that produce different effects and different perspectives, right? Like, I'm sure that although I have a food trauma, I could have shared the very same experience with other people who view it differently, right? I'm a unique individual. So how I see the world and my vision of the world can often be very different from how other people see the world. The same people who grew up with traumas that made you feel like you were alone and abandoned, right? And you want to give that very same treatment can produce someone who never wants to give anything right because they never want to lose anything or to be without so you have to remember this when you are choosing friendships i know you cannot choose who your family is but you can choose who you allow in your life and that's the key for me right i get to choose who is in my circle based on the energy that they make me feel, right? If I feel like someone is disrespecting the boundaries that I have set, then I get to make a decision that I don't want this person in my life. If I feel like someone is taking advantage of my kindness, right, and they have seen my kindness as weakness or as nice or as being silly or foolish because it is important to know the definition of words that is why i choose to look up these words because what we think something means is not actually what it means but if you think something means something then we usually go out into the world and we represent that word that word in a wrong way, kind of like when I broke down humble. Humble is not a good thing. Humble means to lower yourself. So I don't want people to necessarily be nice. I want you to be kind, but I want you to set boundaries. I want for you to recognize that you are worthy. You are worthy because being nice all the time, being agreeable all the time will have you feeling empty all the time it will have all of those that are around you belittling you using you making you feel like you're dirt it will trigger your abandonment right if you felt like you were the black sheep you will again feel like the black sheep if you were abandoned and felt like you were left you will again feel like you were abandoned and you were left the only way to raise your vibration and to raise how you feel about yourself is to draw the line in the sand now. And guess what? 
That's not going to be easy. Because as the sacrificial lamb, you have been conditioned by your experiences to not even know how to make boundaries. So here's what we're going to do, right? Start small. You can start small. You can begin the process of taking one thing back at a time, right? If you always give your children the car and they never put any gas in the car, the next time they ask you, can they drive your car? You just say no. Now this is gonna trigger anxiety in your stomach because you don't necessarily know how to say no. Or even if you always say no up front, they mope around and then you change your mind eventually. That's not a good thing either, right? Because now you're teaching people how to treat you. When you say yes and then you say no, or right, people learn who we are based on our yeses and based on our noes, based on what we do for them and what we do not do for them. So when people can use you, rest assured that it is you who is teaching these people how to use you. Whether this is, and, and it's not just with things, right? I can tell you guys that I have been the sacrificial lamb in a relationship. Because of my issues with abandonment, I, too, have never wanted people to feel how I have felt. I have been moved around a lot. I have felt like I was in a tug of war for love, with love. I lost my mom, as you all know, at a young age. And my father wasn't available to us in a healthy way from a young age. And because of that, my relationships with people are extreme right? Extreme in the manner of which when I tell you guys that I am loyal, even my loyalty is based on my traumas. I need to know that we are locked in or not locked in at all. It's an all or nothing experience with me. And that works for me in friendships because I can create a level of boundaries that everyone seems to understand. And if you don't follow those boundaries, I have the power to cut you off. Now, in a relationship with a man, it doesn't work that way for me. I don't quite understand why it doesn't work that way for me. And I do understand that I may need therapy because when you are mentoring, it is important to have a mentor right? If you are the smart one in the room, it is important for you to seek out those who are smarter than you so that you can always be evolving and so that you can always have another perspective. So I do enjoy that people get to come to me and ask me for advice. And I always try to give advice from a balanced perspective. But in truth, everything that I share is based on everything that I've lived. So back to being in a relationship. I am not easily uh, open to love. I don't even think I'm open to love at all. So I'm not sure what type of men I attract because I am sure these men already have to be toxic, right? Because only a toxic man, in my opinion, would continue on a journey with a woman who is not open, right? So... They know that I am not open and I believe that they take advantage of that because if you are closed off, you also are closed off to goodness. 
The only people that are going to take the time to get inside normally are bad people. So I attract, attract said man who's willing to do the work. He's usually charismatic. He's usually um, an alpha man, right? Because I think when you've been abused, not physically, but emotionally abused and abandoned, and you have this whole host of traumas, you seek out those who you think can protect you. And for me, I believe that that was visual. I was attracted to men who visually looked powerful, right? And because I was attracted to men who visually looked powerful, I fell in love with safety. Now I can tell you guys that not near none of these men has ever made me feel safe long term. But initially when I fell in the hole, I fell in love with safety. And the thing about me is that when I fall in the hole, it is very hard for me to climb myself out of the hole, right? And when I'm in the hole, my sense of trauma kicks in. And I mean that I want to do everything for this relationship to work. I can be in a healthy relationship with a man if we are friends. And said man will think that I am a good partner to be with in a relationship, right? Because remember, I'm able to set these boundaries. I'm able to still focus on myself. I'm able to live a full life, whether it's school, whether it's reading, whether it's doing my own things. I am. I, I can set boundaries. But the minute I fall in the hole is the minute I go from kind to nice. One time, oh, this is embarrassing. I had a boyfriend and I was a single mom working full-time, going to school full-time. I mean, five classes, because that's how I made sure that I didn't have any student loans, by taking more classes than necessary so that I can knock off a whole semester. So I'm going to school full-time. I'm working full-time. I'm raising my son, and I mean I still cook dinner every day, and I mean that I still check homework every day. And I am doing an internship, one that I orchestrated so that I could do it at work and make it work for me because there was no other way possible. A boyfriend calls me and tells me that he's coming into town and he asked me, could I make banana pudding? I make the best banana pudding in the whole wide world and that's facts on facts on facts. If I ever lost my job, it is what I would be doing. I would be selling banana pudding on the mother effing porch. So anywho, I leave work, take the bus to the supermarket. I get all of the ingredients for banana pudding. Bananas, wafers, put, you name it, all of it. I then get back on the bus with the groceries and take my ass to school. I go to school from six to nine four days a week. And I was going to school on Sunday. I get back on the bus. I go home, shower, begin making banana pudding while I check my son's homework. You have to leave it on the table. Remember when you guys had to leave your homework on the table if your parents worked a lot. So I make the banana pudding. I'm all excited. He calls me and tells me that 
He's not coming. Y'all heard that shit? He's not coming. I start fussing and I start saying, I made this banana pudding. He's like, it'll be there tomorrow. I'm pausing. It will be there tomorrow. I am fuming inside. And I'm not fuming inside because of him. I know he's selfish. Right? Interactions with said man have let me know on a many times that he is selfish. Because usually people who are users are ungrateful. They only consider the outcome. They never consider what you may have had to do to get here. He never considered that I, he knew I had to go to school. He knew I worked full time. He knew I was a single mother. But no part of him considered that making this banana pudding was a sacrifice. Why? Because in this relationship, I had made myself the sacrificial lamb. I had made myself lie on the floor and allowed him to walk all over me. So why would he not ask me to make banana pudding? Why would he not feel like it was okay to say, I'm not coming, I'll eat it tomorrow. And I know you could eat it tomorrow, but I could have made it on the weekend. But you said that you wanted it today. And also sacrificial lambs are literal, right? We try to meet your immediate needs, but no one gives a fuck about our needs. Why? Because we are not putting our needs at the forefront. And it was actually, guys, from that day where I said, Lord, I don't know why I can forgive everything this man do, but if you allow me to climb out of this hole, I swear I will never go back to this shit. And guys, that is where the journey began for me. That is where I first began to start taking better care of myself. Self-love, right? Self-love is not bathing, is not uh, a facial, is not getting your hair done. Those are just groomings, right? And anybody who sells you that that is self-love is just doing it to make a dollar. Those things are important because they make you feel good, but it is clearly not the work. That is where this podcast comes from. This podcast comes from a place of knowing that you have to unpack your shit so that you can know how you got to where you are today and decide with a conscious mind who you want to be. I do not want to be the sacrificial lamb. I do not want to be walked on. I want to be respected. I don't even necessarily need to be liked. I damn sure don't need to be agreeable. And that is what I want for you guys. I do not want you to be agreeable. I want you to be kind, right? Because it's crazy. All these sacrificial lambs, we seem to be creating more people who are not nice and not kind either. They are spoiled, they are rotten, and they take advantage of us. And then we are the ones who look crazy to the world because we have been socially conditioned to put up with shit. I have another example, right? Kind of like, this is another way that people get to be sacrificial lambs emotionally and not just because they give things. Family. Someone in your family does something to you. It could be small or it could be fully egregious. And other members of the family want you to forgive and forget or act like it didn't happen. Right? Why? 
They are not considering you at all. They want peace at the expense of your peace, right? One of my sisters and I, we don't speak. Do I love her? Yes. I love her more than she'll ever know. And in truth, if something were ever to happen to her, I would still be there for her. Why? Because she is my sister. I love her. We have a history. And that's just what the fuck it is. I don't know how to explain it. What I will say is that I don't want to be said sister's friend. I won't share the details because my loyalty to my sister trumps what my friend did. Because I believe that you can first be family, but then I get to decide if we are going to be friends. Other family members want me to just act like said thing didn't happen. I don't have the power to do that, nor do I want to do that, right? Because in order to bring them peace, I have to be willing to be the sacrificial lamb and I have to be willing to hurt me for their peace. So they want me to not have any peace. And I don't think that they know that they are doing this. But also, I don't think that they understand that they are making more problems. Hence why at family functions like Thanksgiving and even in movies and on TV all over the world, people gain anxiety about the holidays because now they have to go into groups where they've been the sacrificial lamb or they've made peace for the sake of peace and now there's no peace and now all of these problems are underneath the rug and now when you start drinking or when you start talking or when auntie brings up the past or when uncle says something disrespectful you are now unable to hold all of these feelings together and you explode why are you exploding because you never learned boundaries no one ever taught you that your own needs matter right it's okay that family members don't agree with your decisions it's okay they will be all right but this thinking that we have to be the sacrificial lamb, like, oh, call them. Oh, it's your sister. It's my sister who did something wrong. Or, oh, it's your uncle. But my uncle is a pedophile. Why do so many? I don't know that I have an uncle who's a pedophile. I was just using these things as advice, right? Now, I would tell you if I had an uncle who's a pedophile because y'all already know how I feel about pedophiles. Right? But all of these things, family does not trump your bad thing. We do this with people in show business. We think that their art or their talent trumps the wrong thing that they did. Family blood does not trump your wrong act. I do not have to go to the family barbecue and speak to a motherfucker who wronged me because grandma and grandpa want peace at the expense of my peace. So to all of you who are sacrificial lambs all the motherfucking time, I am telling you to stand up and take your place within your own self and say no more. Set the motherfucking boundary. Say no. Do only what you can do. And if you don't want to do it, or if you can't do it, those in your life just have to respect that shit 
or get the fuck out of your life. I'm tired of talking to you guys. Bye.